Okay, folks, thanks for sticking with us. A little foggy this morning, but it's going to it's gonna burn off. The sun is coming out, and uh, we're going to just keep it upbeat here all morning because we have our hometown hero coming on the next segment. That is Dawn with uh, CSPD. So we love our law enforcement, and uh, they do such a great job protecting us day in and day out. And um, this is something that Mary Gold steps up to the plate every week, and we honor somebody in our community who has chosen a higher calling, chosen to put their lives on the line daily, um, their family, sacrifice with them. We often sometimes forget about that, the sacrifice of the spouse and the children when they have someone in law enforcement or have somebody who is – you know, serving our armed forces, right? That's a, a, not an easy job to deal with deployments and whatnot. So I just, I always challenge you when you see um, somebody in uniform or somebody who's a retired military, law enforcement, and somebody down at the hospital working, first responders, EMTs, fire, just give them a pat on the back, shake their hand, tell them thank you for their service. Um, you never know how much that can mean um, to these heroes in our community. Just simple words of thank you can be so uplifting. So we talk a little bit about you know what's going on in history. We're focusing on World War II, and that is um, back, you know, what are we talking, 1944, um, U.S. Marines land on the island of Iwo Jima, right? We're going to be talking a little bit about that story um, next Friday as well. Um, but I, I really, you, you gotta, you gotta look at how they had to fight on Iwo Jima. I mean, this was some really courageous men, a lot of Marines, and they were fighting the enemy that was coming out of holes, right? They were literally built into the mountain, hunkered down, and they didn't know where the enemy was. And that is something I can't imagine how courageous and brave you would have to be to be literally um, trying to fight your enemy out of the mountain when they're dug in. So we think about um, the Marines landing, um, you know, so many years ago, decades ago on Iwo Jima this time of year. And we're going to add that story on um, to it next Friday as well. So that's a little bit of a tidbit in history and um, add a little bit of patriotism to your heart this morning as we just remember how thankful we are to live in this beautiful country, the freedoms we have, what we get to enjoy. Let's not take it lightly because there are a lot of men and women who made the ultimate sacrifice so we get to enjoy the luxurious life we have here in the United States. It sure is a great one. And living here in Colorado Springs, we are constantly surrounded by our military folks. And like I was alluding to before, shake their hand, give them some words of encouragement. Um, They are definitely, you know, if not right now on a deployment in harm's way, they are looking down the pipeline of things escalating, right? Some people go, man, it's so nerve wracking. What's going on in our world today and the wars? And well, think about somebody who is in the military looking at what could be my possible involvement down the line, how much that hits home for them, right? So it's just, it's on another magnitude, another level. So anyway, folks, um, hopefully that gives you a little bit of an idea today in history. And um, we also uh, will be continuing with the hometown hero. We're going to go into a commercial break and then we're going to be back with Dawn Ramirez. She is a CS. 
PD here in Colorado Springs. Thanks for sticking with us. We are back here and we're talking Hometown Hero brought to you by Mary Golds. And we have the pleasure of having Dawn on the line this morning. Dawn, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. I apologize. I'm getting over a cold, so my, my voice isn't the best. Hey, that's all right. We're not going. We won't hold you to it. Okay? They're okay. gonna they're gonna up your sound levels here in the studio, and you're gonna sound just perfect. All right. <laughs> so, Don, give us a little bit of a background how you got um, involved in law enforcement. Yes, sir. You know, honestly, it was probably I read too many Nancy Drew and Hardy Boy books as a child. Um, so I blame I blame those mystery thrillers. But I actually I came on with CSPD in 2004, so I've been on for over 19 years, and it's been crazy and awesome and it's gone by fast wow 19 years so walk us through a little bit about you get involved in the academy um, how that process works and then some of the different job roles you had okay so it's it's a long process to get in you obviously you have a background check and it's, it probably takes six months to a year um, and then the academy itself is six months long and then if you graduate the academy after that, you have 15 weeks or longer. It depends on how well you do um, your on-the-street training. Um, so it's, it's quite a lot of time. There's a lot of time, a lot of money that's invested in every person that gets on. Um, there's, back then, there were thousands of applicants. Now we don't see as much, but it's still pretty, um, you know, pretty hard to get on. Um, but once you do get on, you know, you get through your 15 weeks of training and you start on patrol and you will do the streets for a couple years maybe. If you want to go into other units, you can. And that's, I think, some of the fun about law enforcement is that there's so many things that you can do. There's school resource officer, there's detectives, there's canine and SWAT. Um, so some of the things that I have done, I have done a decade altogether and about, about a decade in patrol between midnights and days. Um, I've done almost a decade in detectives. I have been um, a detective in major crimes, specifically crimes against children. Um, I've been a detective in property crimes, and then I was in vice narcotics and intelligence for a little bit as well. Um, we have some auxiliary units that pe- people can do as well. So I uh, was a negotiator for a while, and then I'm a crisis intervention training um, certified person and coach, and a domestic violence subject matter expert at one point. So. There's a lot that you can do. There's a lot of lot of knowledge and things to learn out there. Yeah, that's a long, long list of things you've been through there. Um, tell us a little bit about what you're doing right now. So right now I'm back on patrol. I'm on days. And um, I got back there probably last year in May. So I've been on for, I don't know, six months or so. So it's my second time back and loving it. I actually love both sides. I love being a detective, but I also love patrol. Um, patrol, you wear a lot of different hats, right? You do a lot of different things, and you never know what your day is going to be like, and that's kind of the fun of it, I think. Well, I mean, and, and it, tell us a little bit about the difference between working nights and working days, you know, that different different element. So, so you'll laugh at me, but the biggest difference I realized when I went from night to days was that I realized, oh, that's where that suspect ran away, or that's that hole or that alley that he or she ducked into, because you see so much more now in the daytime than you do at night. Um, so that was, I thought that was funny for me. And then there's the traffic. I hate traffic. <laughs> so much traffic on uh, days versus nights. And then the other thing I noticed is that people are so nice. And they wave to me with all the fingers on their hands. You know, they're really sweet. Um, and then there's kids and there's people. And they, just, they come proud up to you. 
because you know there's just a lot more people awake on days and so it's a little bit weird at first because you're not used to um you're just not used to that so those are the biggest differences i saw so tell us one thing you've taken away from your time in law enforcement i love my job um it's changed a lot and there are some crappy aspects of it um i think most of us start out with we're we're here to help people um what's interesting is i feel like you need the wisdom of king solomon you need the patience of a saint and you need a really good therapist to kind of help you through just the, the the evil the awful things that you can see and that you have to experience but on the flip side there's really good people out there and it's the little things that they do that that help make us remember what we're here for and what we fight for and i remember i was part of the waldo canyon fire and i i know that's been a while now but i remember you know people are evacuating and whatever they can fit into their cars you know they're they're running out because they don't know if they're going to have a home to come back to and as they're running out we're running in and yet they still thought of us and people were trying to hand us water bottles and just the little things like that or you know someone will pay for my coffee if i go through starbucks that's that's what makes it it kind of helps ground us i think well, it's so great. We appreciate the long time you've been serving on law enforcement. And from the bottom of our hearts here at Cardio, we just want to say thank you for your service you. and your continued sacrifice every day. You know, when you put on that uniform and go into harm's way, um, the folks at Marigolds are going to reach out to you. They're going to set up a time for you and a guest to go up, enjoy dinner, um, drinks, dessert, as just as a thank you for what you're continuing to do for our community. I appreciate that. That's really, really sweet. You got it. All right, Don. Thanks so much. We appreciate you coming on the air with us this morning. Oh, thank you, sir. You guys take care. Okay, you too. All right, folks. There's another hometown hero, and now I uh, just I got a stranger who just walked in. I think they pulled him in off 8th Street. He looked a little cold. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this is Dano. He's with Core Title. and uh, In the house. Yeah, there you go. And, Dano, you have relatives, law enforcement, right? I do. I actually have a brother-in-law in town there- that serves. There you go. And so we were just talking. I, I didn't have the headphones on there for you, so you couldn't hear. But um, with Dawn, and she serves on CSPD and uh, has for over a decade. And, um, you know, it's we, we talk about the sex. She was just talking about Waldo Canyon fire, and everyone was running out, right? Yeah. And they're running in. And what they continue to do is their sacrifice. And you're a community guy. You've been involved at the chamber locally owned community core title um just tell us a little bit about you know kind of what you see with our law enforcement here in town and how i think we're on the same page how blessed we are to have such great great men and women in our community we are and there's there's all sorts of ways to look at this and the first one is is pretty obvious is that they do a lot with very little um they they have always uh i all the experiences that i've had with with the law enforcement law enforcement has been really good i see them at coffee shops i thank them for their service mm-hmm. i see them walking down the street i see them in a restaurant same thing all the time and they're always grateful for that recognition and uh i i'm just impressed with just the character when i do have interactions with our local police force uh and as well as the county i mean it's just we are very fortunate um you know as as always <clears throat> 
there's always that need for more resources for them because we're a growing city. And so that is something that I'm always behind whenever I can possibly support something along those lines. But yeah, I've, I've, I've been blessed and we're fortunate to have a family member that serves and, and I've got friends there as well. So it's pretty cool. And you said it's your brother, my brother-in-law, brother-in-law. Yes. Okay. And so he's on CSPD or, yep. okay, great. How long has he been with him? Good question. Yeah, you didn't know you were coming in for a quiz, did you? I did not. <laughs> I am I wanna say at least at least maybe ten to twelve years, somewhere okay. in there. But yeah, it was it was a long road. I mean he was doing um uh he was doing some security work with the hospital first. Okay. That's where he ended up meeting his wife. Okay. So there's a reason for everything, right? Yeah. So yeah, then uh he progressed over onto the force. So, yeah, really proud of him. Glad to have him uh, as my brother. Yeah, we'll have to have him on for Hometown Hero. You'll have to get me his information. Yeah, would love it. We do it every Friday, and whether it's uh, law enforcement or firefighter or military, just saying a thank you. I think it's such a neat atmosphere here in Calder Springs because we really are surrounded by so many heroes. We just are. People who put themselves second, they make the sacrifice, and I would – gather probably 50% with our military here, veterans who have served, maybe even that number is higher, you know, for uh, people who are, are ultimate patriots. Yeah, yeah. I, I I can't say much more. I mean, seriously, uh, having a family member that's involved with the police force, my father was a driver ed instructor, so I've always been around police officers, state, yeah. state troopers. This was back in Wisconsin before I moved out here. But I've had the the privilege of being around those people all the time, and I even bought a car from the uh, county sheriff. Really? My first one of my first cars <laughs> I bought from the county sheriff, so that was pretty awesome. Or no, I'm sorry, I sold one of my cars to the county sheriff. So oh, there you go. Better not have been a lemon, if you know yeah. what I'm saying. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better be careful on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it was it was fun. I mean, we we were doing fun runs together and all sorts of cool stuff. He'd always get so mad because he would drain. And I wouldn't, and I'd beat him in the in the local fun run, and it drove him nuts. But it was, it was fun. But it was, yeah, uh, Bodet, Sheriff Bodet, it was awesome. Yeah, that's great. And um, we were going to have a commercial break here in about a minute, but Dano's coming in because he's with Core Title. They just they just launched. Um, the group has been around for a long time. The owner locally. It's not like this is a completely new thought. Almost more of a a rebrand, but just give us the skinny before we go to commercial break. Then we're going to have Dano on the whole second segment. Perfect. Um, I'll tell you what, uh, core title was uh, coming back to our core values. I don't play on words, but that's truly what it was. We, we had we had this need or this feeling that we needed to come back to what we were before. And, uh, uh, and this is, you know, this goes back, you know, three plus years. I've been in the business now for nine but uh, uh, core, we really wanted to get back to that local feel, local decision making, being able to make decisions quickly, and and be able to move uh, on the fly for our clients. Um, you know, just things like that were really important to us. And we had a company culture when I first started uh, uh, with with the title work um, that was uh, slowly going away, and that move to core title was it brought it back. Yeah, and it's everybody's having a blast. I mean, there's this new energy that you just you 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 can sense when you walk in the building. People are enjoying their job. They're they're going above and beyond because we're now back to our roots. We're back to who we were before, and it's it's just really cool. I mean, 
Brian Cooper does yeoman's work out there in, in creating a really good environment, not only for clients, but also for his employees. And that's, that's, that's what it's about. Yeah, and that's what the big thing is, is being locally owned right here, folks. It's not part of a big corporation. Core title, check them out. Um, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. You're going to hear from ABC News. Then we'll be back with Dano from Core Title. That'd be awesome. All right, folks, we are back here. Dano and I were just uh, chatting about the market and what's going on. We were talking about a little bit the uh, normalization of interest rates. And yeah. um, you guys are seeing activity pick up. Yeah, it's been uh, reassuring. Um, we, I kind of expected it. I, I don't mean to sound like I'm some kind of genius. Uh, yeah, exactly, or some kind of uh, <laughs> uh, you know crystal ball reader. But I, I, I had a feeling. Um, and as we were discussing earlier, the, the I, people are becoming used to the rates. I mean, mm-hmm. it were, there was that shock factor we had at Nice for a little while there. You know, two you know sub two percent interest rates and and even three and and people got used to that thinking that that was normal especially the millennials who were all buying their first home there and now you know and and, my generation but some can be whiners right they're like well this is what it was yes you know i I should get that and real estate agents too (laughs) i mean seriously i'm like going Okay, uh, I feel my age. Yes, I remember yep. when it was double digits at one point in time. Yes, nineteen eighty-two. So yeah, I just you know it's 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 just the way that we operate, I guess now. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad that it's becoming uh, a little more normalized, so to speak. I mean, loved I'd love to see them lower, you know, just for the yeah. sake of people's you know affordability. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, I'd love to see uh, you know, and homes. I'd like to see them come down a little bit in price, but. Hey, it is what it is. Things are solid. The market is good. I'm just, I like to see people making money. You know, yeah. I like to see people getting the home that they want without having to sacrifice their future. So it's, it's a, yeah. it's a, t- we're, we're walking on this, you know, it. we're, you know, we're walking this tightrope trying to make sure that we can give both of those things, uh, yeah. you know, a chance. So, and, and it's Colorado Springs just growing over the last decade. You know, as well as I do, you've been involved with the chamber very involved community here and it's just we're busting at the seams it's kind of like a growth spurt of a kid you know who's like in sixth grade and all of a sudden he shoots up and there's all this pain in his joints oh yeah that's what i think the springs is just i mean it's off the charts with the amount of growth so it's how do you keep things realistic when a home the average home price was two hundred fifteen thousand, you know um back in 2013 Yep. And now we're talking like 10 years later and it's like half a million. You're going, yeah. <laughs> okay. What are we going to uh, do with this? Yeah. yeah. And, and I, ball of wax. And it, I have to say the incomes haven't kept up with the amount of rent growth or, or uh, price growth in homes. That's part of the growing pains that you're talking yeah. about. That's our next step, right? Yeah. That's where we have to go. Yeah. Can, can our businesses afford to do that though? You know what I mean? Yeah. Are, we, are we bringing in the right businesses to employ people at those rates or whatever and i think time will tell it'll because i look at all the multifamily being built downtown the big apartments come and i go and who's gonna live here for oh geez 2500 a month for a two-bedroom that's like chicago denver prices right yeah but yeah i also have to think okay well with the you know space command staying here and all the cyber coming in are we gonna i think time will tell are we gonna get those high-paying jobs like with microchip and stuff like that, that is going to, you know, I would think these 
people building these multifamily are forecasting and they're pretty smart. They that's are. What I, that's yep. what's going on in my head, you know. You're hitting. They're not throwing darts. No, they're not. No, they're <laughs> they're, they're not. They're not uh, playing with their money. If and they're. I don't think that they're. Um, there's a lot of risk involved with what they're doing right now. They know exactly what's going to be happening here in the near future. I mean, take a look at what's happening out at the airport. I yeah. mean, look, look, look at all right. the look at all the groundbreaking uh, uh, that's happening out there. Massive and the business remodel huge. they're doing. Yes. Airport park. Yes, and I, I mean that's exciting. I mean, I think it's great. I, look at, I mean, I live in Fountain. I serve on the EDC in the city of Fountain. That stuff that's going on there with the new King Supers. I mean, yeah. you, it's it's now being or it, it just was started. Yeah. You know, and now we got all those apartments that were just built, mm-hmm. you know, just right off the, and, and people that haven't been in Fountain for the past six months, if you come down there, it seems like a different place, especially when you're going on, you know, on the main drag there or whatever, it's things have changed so much and, and I'm excited about it. I mean, it's, we'll see what happens, but uh, I think, like you said, the growing pains, people know what's going on with all the growth that we have downtown, seeing the cranes up there and 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 they they see something that we don't of course and they have, and they, have they have smart really i mean you look at the eight new hotels that came in yeah. over that 3 year time period and um a majority of them downtown they're not you know they got guys who are really really smart going how's this going to play 50 50 years out right right that's what i look at and you brought up a great point with the airport a lot of you hear some great investors they just go i just look at um, big economic factors like an airport. How many people are coming in and out? Are they adding flights? Is it growing? Yeah, yeah, it's impacting Fountain. Yeah, I mean because we're they're right we're right next to it. Yeah, so and the it's, buildings on that um, south side. When you get past the Amazon building, there's more building going yeah. on, and uh, the Marriott Hotel that's going in right at the airport park. There, I mean, I think that is a ripe for the picking. Totally. I mean, we've got, I mean, we got a lot to look forward to, you know, and, and hopefully like you and I were just talking about, hopefully we continue to bring in good paying comp or companies that pay well, yeah. that, that, that can continue to support, uh, the prices that we're dealing with yeah, at this point I, in time. And I hope you're right. We get a little more check in the, uh, prices and a little more affordability, which I think the last year has been good. You know, you're back to seeing homes in the four hundreds that, you know, you can, people can afford and they're good homes, right? Rather than two years ago, it was like below half a million good luck. So I think there's a lot of good yeah. that came from, uh, I think last year was a big correction year and there's a lot of good there. Yeah. Uh, and they're, they're noticing, you know, certain things, you know, that maybe we need to revisit regarding, um, what am I trying to say here? The things that I, I see happening uh, regarding some of the uh, regulatory things like with condos and, yeah. and what have oh, you yeah. they, they are looking at that looking now at seriously the yes they're they're gonna they're gonna revisit that and hopefully they'll do the right thing and make make that a good you know make it good again so we can yeah. continue to grow so there's up not downtown. so much risk yep for the builders yes right that's a that's a big ticket folks we're talking with dano core title we're gonna have a quick commercial break then we'll be right back here on the extra cardio news radio Okay, folks, thanks for sticking with us, talking with Dano, core title. Dano, um, we talked about a lot of good things going on in the economy locally here. Let's talk about your locations, where you guys serve, how you reach up to Woodland Park. We This station goes down to Pueblo, all those things. So why don't we give the listeners a little bit of an idea how they can get in touch with you guys? Absolutely. Um, really serendipitous as to how this all worked out. 
Uh, our downtown location is in the same building that I was in before, right downtown, the Five Star Bank building. We're up on the second floor. So that hasn't really changed much, so people can still find us. And when I say find us, um, uh, the the whole core crew uh, that, that you've known and loved from previous title company uh, are together. And, and we've got that location. We've got our Jetstream location. Mm-hmm. We're, we're back in our old digs there, so to speak. And when I say old digs, the, the old unified location or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we've got... Uh, New uh, new location up in Woodland Park. It's only two suites down from where we were at before. Nice. And our Pueblo one, we're working on that one. There you go. We've got some relationships with a couple banks where we can use their conference rooms for closings, that kind of stuff. So we've already got that set up, but eventually we'll have a location in Pueblo. Yeah, Canyon City, we're only a half a block from where we were before, and we're in the Sunflower Bank building. So the biggest building in town, you can't miss us, right? <laughs> we're up on the third floor, beautiful views, great office. So, I mean, it's it's been really good. People have, have just, I mean, have really embraced the change and uh, the move. And they're thrilled with the fact that we've uh, come back to being, you know, a locally run, operated, and supported company. Yeah, and are you guys doing anything up north, Denver, Greeley, stuff like that, or is it just really focusing right here? Wink and a nod. We're hoping yeah. something comes up, but that's teaser. I can't, it's a teaser. Yep, I can't. Yeah, I probably I can't. shouldn't even have asked the question. That's all right. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> We're hopeful. We'll just leave it right there. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, great. The I mean, wink and a nod. And and the thing here is, you know, we see a lot of growth in uh, areas like Woodland Park, areas like Pueblo, seeing a lot of growth. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we can service anybody, anywhere, anytime. I mean, we're licensed in every county of Colorado, and uh, we have no issues traveling if we have to, you know, close somewhere else. You know, like let's say uh, during the week or whatever, if we find that somebody is having difficulty getting to one of our offices, we can travel to where they're at. So we can move Yeah, take care of everybody. That's the key. That's the ticket, and, uh, you know, the fact too that you guys are involved at a local level, you know, I it is tough sometimes. You deal with bigger corporations, and I used to be at one myself. And you go, man, you know, a lot of the money's getting shipped up to a different city or state. And what's the local impact here? Yeah, you know, because you guys are, are a generous company, and you guys support nonprofits here in town. And ultimately, when you go to a bigger corporation. A lot of that money ends up trickling out into different states, different cities, instead of staying, you know, kind of here at the local level. Yeah, and and you mentioned charity. It's it's cool. We're we're starting to plan our annual golf event, mm-hmm. and we have been sorting through charities. and And the cool thing about what Brian Cooper and our team really want, we want to find. Uh, charities in this case, I think we picked three and, and we should be making a decision tomorrow or whatever, but, uh, or not tomorrow, but next week we will, uh, probably be looking at a company that uses, or that takes a little less than 10% for the administrative. administrative. Yep. Yep. And then 90% goes back to whatever that charity happens to be benefiting. So we're very cautious about who we give our money to. We don't want somebody that's heavily administrative, you know, top heavy. However, you want to look at that. We want to make sure that the money goes to the people or, or the pets, depending on what charity yeah. we end up working with. So that's great, and it's also you know you you can 
pick the charities you're involved with who have good values you guys support and um, a lot of the time big corporations it's you you don't know where the money's going and what you're supporting and i tell a lot of people you know what you can do now is you can vote with your feet yeah and your money and you can support those organizations that um you feel like have strong values and are moving our our city in the right direction yeah you know yep. so important yep we're excited i'm telling you i mean there's all sorts of things going on i mean Justin, we could be on air here for another couple hours and I could just probably share all the different things that have happened as a result of CORE um, being founded and started off, you know, with that local feel and, and with everybody involved. It's, it's, there's, there's so many serendipities of, of what has happened with CORE. Um, I, it's, it's, it's just fun to come to work. Yeah. And how many uh, people does CORE employ? I think it's estimate. like 30s. So yeah. In the 30s, yep. yeah, so you guys are big. You guys got the horsepower to do it. There are some title companies out there that run with three or four people. Yeah. You know, and you got to have numbers. You just do. Yep. To have the flexibility to, like you said, you have somebody who's an elderly who needs to close a, a reverse or whatever it may be that you have the ability to go to their house, meet people at their work. Those are things that you have to have a certain size to be able to handle those things. Yeah. Our primary underwriters. Right up in Denver, Westcore. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, we've got people on speed dial that we can call if we ever have an issue. Having it locally on the same time zone, all yep. those things. things yep. Seriously, it can come into play. Sometimes you're closing a deal and it's like, oh, we're on East Coast time and we're trying to do a closing at four and those people are gone. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that can cause major issues. And people go, well, what's the big deal? It goes the next day. Well, when you have somebody selling a house, buying, and they're hoping to get the keys to get the U haul and get moved in, all these things start to matter. And when you're working on local legalities, local attorneys, stuff like that, not every deal is a simple, clean cut deal. It's not. And it's like I said, it's we've we've been very fortunate to get back to where we were before. Yeah. Well, back to our roots. Well, I'm happy for you guys and you're located right downtown, which I think you have a lot of locations, but your main one is downtown, the old Sun Plaza building. And uh, I think it's great to be down. It's a fun time to be in downtown Springs, seeing the growth. And um, I'm a little biased, but I love uh, Cascade and Swatch. And you see the uh, what's going on with the Olympic Museum. And it's just a, such a fun area right now because of all the new stuff going in. Yeah, energy is out there, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. Resident, I mean, everything from in our business, residential, commercial, I mean, everything is booming right now, and I'm loving it. Yeah, it's great. It's it's fun stuff. It's a fun time to be in the Springs because there was a time period. I mean, what was it, the stat, before we had the first multifamily go up downtown, the Blue Dot? It was before that, the last um, building multifamily downtown was 80, 1987. Really Isn't that crazy for a blue dot. Yeah. And and you do look at a lot of multifamily and that's where you see all the fourplexes is like 60s, 70s, 80s. And then it, so it's great. We're in a period of growth again because there was a time when it was pretty stagnant here in Colorado Springs. So I think we're, we're in the winner's circle now. Yep. Love what, do it. You, what do you think? I think we are too. I mean, we're, we're, we're poised to really take off. I think, I mean, it just, it's going to be a good year. Uh, orders are ticking up. I think people, you know, things are becoming normalized as far as rates are concerned. So there's, there's going to be a lot of cool things happening. I think this year, I'm I'm excited and I'm and I'm optimistic. There it is, folks. Uh, core title. Make sure you use them when you when you have your real estate transaction, refinance, reverse mortgage, whatever it may be. 
Um, Dano, thanks for taking the time to come on and give some insight today. You bet. If anybody ever needs to give us a ring, I can be reached at 719-351-9705. Dano with core title. There you go, folks. Thanks for joining us on The Extra. You have Tom Martino joining you next.